Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I always say this date is one of the most important on my calendar. The American Cancer Society is making strides against breast cancer walk. It's Abby Bonnell. And joining me on Feedback Today... Always a pleasure to catch up with Sydney Christiansen with the American Cancer Society. Welcome back, Sydney. Thank you for having me. Well, the big launch, we had the luncheon in downtown Salt Lake City, a new venue. We had a fabulous turnout, really promoting the walk coming up, and we still got loads of time for you to form your team. That was a great turnout, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was great, and it was great to, you know, really meet our team captains and get them ready to go for this year's walk. This is our 12th um, annual Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk. We've had it here in this community um, for 12 years now, and we're just really excited to, you know, get it going. We're going to be the first um, Saturday in October, um, that weekend right after conference weekend, like we traditionally always have been. And it's really a great opportunity to kick off Breast Cancer Awareness Month with the American Cancer Society, help us raise some money, and then continuing on with Breast Cancer Awareness Month all through October. Well, Sydney, it is a fabulous, inspirational event. If you haven't gone, I really, really want to extend a welcome. Hope Woodside and myself have emceed this event since 2006. It was the first year we actually did it at Liberty Park, same location. We had a few hundred turn up, maybe three, and we thought that was fabulous. Now we're talking about thousands and thousands. Um, it's from the very young, different generations, relatives and friends and grandmothers and husbands and wives and girlfriends friends and boyfriends. It's just a a remarkable, really, day that we spend, and really that morning, raising important funding for the American Cancer Society. Yeah, last year we raised um, about $350,000. This year we're hoping to raise closer to $400,000 for our breast cancer research and patient services for women going through breast cancer. And it's just a really fun event. It's a fun morning. Um, You get to get out there early, you know, it's a, I think it's just about a 5K, but it's non-competitive. So you don't have to be a runner. Um, there's dogs and tutus. There's people in wheelchairs. And it's just a fun opportunity as a community to fight back against breast cancer. And you have a kind of great warm-ups as well prior to the actual walk itself. When you register, you can also buy lovely stuff as well from the American Cancer mm-hmm. Society. And that helps you too. Oh, yeah. Um, I will say that Making Strides has probably the best swag of any event that I we have. The, I was on the website this morning. Now they have yoga pants. Have you seen those? With the, They're fabulous. Oh, I haven't seen oh, those yet. It's got yet. like rainbow splashes on them and I love them. Oh, I'm going to have to look at those. But yeah, <laughs> we'll have our stride store there that we have every morning, um, every year. And they have some great items. But then, you know, our sponsors come out. I believe Chevy is doing fidget spinners this year for love our those. participants. Um, Smith's Food and Drug is always out with oh, bananas and things like that. They're exceptional. Um, we'll have yoga and Zumba for warm-up this year. Um, and we should have you, everyone out by the Utah-Stanford game, which is also a plus. See, that's why we've done it early. So the registration, <laughs> that's 7.30, is it? 7.30, yes. And the walk will start promptly at 9. Like I said, it's about three miles, non-competitive. So most of our walkers will be done by 
10 30 or 11 um and it will be a great opportunity to come out though and like i said fight back against breast cancer it's always a fun morning whether it's rain or shine and it's always a good time so if you want to set up a team and register how do you do that um you can go to makingstridesinutah.org and just sign up your team it's 100 percent free to register um this event we ra- all the money we raise is 100% on donations and sponsorships, so there's no registration fee to participate. Okay, so how important is this funding to your organization? Well, Making Strides Against Breast Cancer is the only walk we do that focuses on a specific kind of cancer um, and focuses on breast cancer. When you look at breast cancer, it's the um, second highest um, cancer killer in women. One in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime. Um, and so for us, it really allows the American Cancer Society to really help those women with the services they need and fund much needed breast cancer research. Um, cancer research is always developing, always changing. Screening methods are always getting better. Um, and the money we raise through this event allows us to continue to do that kind of research that helps us in- improve prevention, help us improve screenings and help us save lives. And let's talk about mammography rates in the state of Utah. We've struggled and it's really perplexing. It's very troubling. And I don't know why, because, you know, many advocates like the American Cancer Society push the message that an annual mammogram, if you are in that right age age range, can save and will save your life if they diagnose it early and you get the correct treatment. Yeah, um, most definitely. And, you know, starting at age 40, women need to start having those conversations with their doctor if they don't have a strong family history about whether, you know, they should be getting a mammography then or be waiting. But really, too, you know, if you do have a family history, we're really starting to push that women with those family histories are getting screened earlier as well. Um, And I think when you look at Utah, we're seventh to last now. Um, in the country for mammography screening. We were second to last, so we've definitely we're seen some better. improvement in the last five years. But I think that's a huge opportunity when we look at the fight against cancer here in Utah is getting more and more women screened um, annually, getting them screened when they're in that age range that they should be getting screened um, because it will help us save lives. And even just economically, it makes sense. It's much easier to treat stage one cancer than it is to treat stage four. Right, now, right out the gate, Some people will say, I can't afford it. Well, we do have programs in the state of Utah to cover you. Yes, most definitely. And, you know, if you have insurance, um, a screening mammography um, after the age of 40 is covered with your insurance um, because of the Affordable Care Act. But then not only because of that, if you are uninsured, there's options for you. Um, I know the Junior League does a care fair every year where you can get vouchers for mammography screenings, um, for street clinic, CASM, the Utah Department of Health has vouchers for free screening mammographies if you are uninsured or can't afford to go get one. Um, So there's definitely resources out there that you can access. What is the biggest reason you hear that women put this off? Why they don't go and get this mammogram? Um, I think we actually did a survey with the Utah Mammography Action Committee probably about five years ago, and I think the number one reason was time. Mm. They just didn't have time to go. It's less than an hour. Yeah, followed by a variety of other reasons. But, you know, in Utah, women put their family first and... Mm put their health second. And so we're trying to change that narrative. So really right now we have five radio stations listening to this, all kinds of ages from the young to the old, men and women. And I just think we have a responsibility. If you have a sister or auntie or a grandmother or your mother or even a friend at work who hasn't taken care of this, there's always a lovely kind way of reminding them that, you know what, it's a good thing to do just to make that appointment. And if they want some moral support, that you'll go with them. Well, and I just threatened to 
lie to my mom and say I'm taking her to lunch and then just drop her off at the doctor's office. Brilliant. <laughs> um, because she's she's notoriously bad at getting her screenings as well. But um, that's one reason why we started our Real Men Wear Pink campaign across the U.S. was to start getting men engaged in this conversation around um, breast cancer, not only because breast cancer also affects men, um, but also because, you know, it affects men whether they are diagnosed with breast cancer or because it affects the women in their lives. And so that's one reason why we've started that campaign is to try to, you know, change who's also talking about it, get men talking about breast cancer, get men talking about screenings, and get men talking about how important it is for the women in their lives to go get those screenings. I know, Sydney, we have two members of our radio personality staff, both men, uh, from the Rock team, um, DB and Hook, are very interested in joining that effort this year. What is it and how can other men become involved? So our Real Men Wear Pink campaign, like I mentioned, is a way to engage men in the fight against breast cancer. Um, community leaders, men, um, really anyone that's that's a male can get involved um, in this campaign. And what they would do is they sign up. Um, it's a bio and a headshot. They pledge to try to raise $2,500 um, in the fight against cancer. And then during the month of October, they wear pink all October, whether it's socks, it's a pin to raise awareness. Um, and then there's, there's also social media messaging that we share with them, emails, things like that, that they can share on why they're wearing pink and why they're supporting this cause and how important it is to go and get your screening. So it's a really kind of cool opportunity for men to engage as community leaders in this fight. Um, you can go to, I believe it's makingstrideswalk.org slash Real Men Utah um, to learn more about it, um, or also just reach out to us at our American Cancer Society office and someone can tell you how to get more involved if you're interested. Sydney, we have remarkable facilities, medical facilities and research facilities right here on our doorstep, including the Huntsman Cancer Institute. I know the funding that you raise through events like this are funneled directly to researchers trying to crack the code to cure cancer. Yeah, the American Cancer Society funds very unique research where we it's usually early onset research, um, young researchers early in their career that have a great idea but probably wouldn't get funding otherwise. Um, currently here in Utah, we have over about over $4.2 million in active research grants um, at the University of Utah and Huntsman, as well as one at Primary Children's. Um, as well as just in the breast cancer scope alone, we have, um, I believe it's almost an $800,000 grant. Um, active right now at the University of Utah and Huntsman for breast cancer research. Um, so it's definitely happening, and it's happening here right in our community, and the American Cancer Society is help fund, helping fund that. You can also become an advocate, too. How important is it for us to raise our voices and make sure lawmakers know that we are concerned, we want action, we, we're calling, we're demanding it? Well, I mean, when you look at cancer research alone, the American Cancer Society is the largest private funder of cancer research, but we can't touch um, what the federal government is able to provide to these researchers um, and to help keep medical research going. And so that's just one of the very many things that our group ACS Can, which is our um, advocacy side of the Cancer Society, does to try to help make sure that there's that research funding. They also advocate for patients, whether it's, um, you know, through making sure that there's affordable care and access. Um, making sure that people, pre-existing conditions can still be covered under insurance. All those different types of things are things that our advocacy group does. Um, and you can join by going to, I believe it's acscan.org, um, or even just Google ACSCAN, it will come up. But it will tell you more about kind of our advocacy efforts. They were just in DC, they're in D.C. right now, I believe, um, our team here in Utah, as well as our advocacy teams from across the country, lobbying our lawmakers and letting them know how important it is that people have access to care. 
let's talk about the remarkable work happening in the heart of Salt Lake City. It's a facility called Hope Lodge. Uh, you built it ground up. You had a donation for the land. And then again, you got the donations to build this multi-million dollar facility. It serves not only the Utah region, but also the entire Rocky Mountain West, Nevada, New Mexico. Anybody who is seeking cancer treatment can stay at the Hope Lodge. And if they don't have the ability to pay, that's not going to turn them away. Yeah, um, our Hope Lodge is our lodging facility here in Salt Lake Valley. It can house 40 cancer patients as well as their caregivers while they're going through active treatment here in one of our many amazing cancer facility treatments that we have in, in the Salt Lake area. Um, we've now had people from 19 states, I believe as far as I think Georgia or Tennessee might be our fa- farthest one, um, but from that south area as well as every state in the west. Um, and it's been a huge help. Um, when we built the facility, we thought we would help about 800 patients a year. Um, We are now just approaching the end of year two. October 19th will be our two-year anniversary, and we are projecting to be well over 3,000 guests at that point that have stayed with us over over the course of two years. Um, And it's because there's a huge need um, for, for people who have to travel for treatment from rural areas, from places where the treatment's not as good, to be able to come someplace that they can get the treatment they need and not have to worry about where they're going to stay or how they're going to pay for where they stay is huge when, when you look at the healing. And this is a beautiful environment. I mean, absolutely gorgeous. And caretakers can also stay there. So you take that burden off them. They're already up to their eyeballs, worried about treatment and the side effects and how they're going to pay for all of that. And then you open the doors to this warm, inviting safe environment. Oh yeah, our lodge is absolutely beautiful. Usually we hear it from our guests all the time. They're like, oh, it's going to be a dump. It's free. And then they get there and it's it's absolutely gorgeous. So um, wow factor. Yeah. Yeah. Our volunteers that um, worked on that Hope Lodge campaign board, or Zeke Dumkey and, and Katie Eccles, you know, really put their heart and soul into that building. You can tell by the design, um, by really how beautiful it is. Um, the kitchens make me extremely jealous every time I have to go up there. I me really too. want the same stove that we have in our lodge um, because it, it really was. It was all about functionality, all about making sure the guests could feel comfortable and that it was a good environment for healing. And that's really what our Hope Lodge is. It's a place to heal. It's a place of community. And it's and it's a way to remove what could be a huge barrier for treatment if you have to travel. And I'm sure so many people are so shocked when they realize they've got somewhere lovely to rest and restore and heal and there's no bill and yeah. unless they can afford to pay. Clearly, if they can afford to pay, you welcome that. Well, we have a program called um, a Grateful Guest Program where people who've stayed at the lodge um, can give back to it um, through donations. But it's never something we ask or require. Amazing. Right. Now, the real purpose we're here today, of course, the Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk. It's coming up October 7th at Liberty Park in Salt Lake City. Registration is free. You can turn up at 730. It's a fun event. It's inspirational. It's non-competitive. It's just a 5K. Hope Woodside from Fox 13 and myself will be emceeing that event again this year. It's our 12th year. We really, really would love to see your faces there. I promise you, you're going to have a great, great time. Where do they sign up? Um, so you can sign up early at makingstridesinutah.org on our website. Um, like Abby said, it's 100% free. Um, and you also can register the morning of the walk. I always recommend registering early, though, so you don't have to wait in line. I know. Good idea there, Sydney. <laughs> Can't wait for it. October 7th. We'll see you there. My thanks to Sydney Christiansen with the American Cancer Society for joining me. Abby Bonnell on Feedback.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.